This week's episode is brought to you by Golix Beef Chips. Look, it's time to be honest, folks. Fuck Christmas. You're over it. We're over it. Let's look ahead to the future. New Year's Eve. You need a snack that is going to elevate your party to a celebrated experience that will enrapture the minds of your guests as you resolve to better in the coming year. What better way to facilitate this transcendence than Golix, all new and improved beef chips? We've redesigned this snack to be 40% more engaging and 100% more future-telling so that you and your friends can feel yourselves ascend to a higher plane of existence on such a grandiose holiday. Let the mostly natural beef flavor infect your taste buds with elevated yet humble tones while the crispy crunch of the chip transports you to a land of clarity where you can make goals that will shape the future for decades to come. Attend the modest yet sleek website of beefchips.com to order your beef chips today and transform your New Year's Eve into the experience of a lifetime. Enter promo code MINDGAP to get a 10% discount on fancy cardstock for your handwritten New Year's Eve invitations. This week's podcast is brought to you by Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience, so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Elephant and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious food for you to chew on while you watch some sports. Come on down to Elephant and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that MindGap Podcast sent you. Hey there, podcast friends. On this episode, Doug and I chat about the new and improved advertising strategy that Hulu is rolling out. We talk about the gross PR that some of the corporate partners barfed out in support of this endeavor. Then, Doug and I get real and talk about how often we apologize, whether or not we'd accept an apology from an asshole from our past, and how long we hold grudges. So, grab a lighter, find your old yearbook, and get ready to set fire to your old nemesis's picture as we forge ahead into episode 226 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. crooning this is adele who's Sadell? not Sadell. adele i know Sadell. this is a dell okay right dude you're getting adele oh that guy that guy that guy got that's bu- that's this guy that poor fucker got busted for weed and now look at him right he's dead is he i don't know <laughs> You just got. I was very. I was. I was very concerned. Thanks, America. I you was killed. Very, a national treasure, right? Jesus, hold on. I gotta. I have to look this up now because. Hold on. Welcome to the chat. There we go. Is the guy? Is the Dell guy is, dead? <laughs> Twitch, tell me, is the Dell guy dead? Uh, Dell guy. Let's just see. Ben Curtis. Oh, thank God, he's still alive. Oh. Uh, is Ben Curtis alive dot com? <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Pagoda. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's find out a little bit about our buddy Ben Curtis as an actor. He was born uh, November 2nd, 1980. 
Uh, he became known as the Dell Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, between 2000 and 2003. Since then, he has acted on stage and screen. Look at that. Look at it. He's a regular, regular thespian. Years active. So this is interesting. Years active. It has him listed 2006 to present. Mm. Does not at all... Just forgets the fact that he did Dell commercials yep, from he's, 2000 he's to like, Nope. No one wants to be associated with that, apparently. Born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. Uh, the second of two children. Um, attended an all-boys school. Um, at the age of 13, he, he was inspired by illusionist, illusionist David Copperfield, uh, and he started his own magic business. He competed in and uh, won a few national stage contests. Uh, he attended Tannen's Magic School in New York City. My God. Look at this guy. Look who, at this. Who? I want to know. Do you think he put this together? I mean. Did he put his know. own Wikipedia I, page I don't know together? how Wikipedia works. So I'm sure maybe he had uh, had some, I don't know, consultation. He consulted on it, I'm assuming. I'm assuming someone else didn't just like, I know the history of the Dell I mean, I've, the Del heard, I've heard people go in here and change this shit. So, you know, this doesn't seem too far-fetched. So, you know, like how they changed uh, Stellan Skarsgård to Stel Stellar, Stellar Skateboard. Skateboard, you know, so. He studied at the Lee Strasberg Institute. Oh, my. So he's, uh, he's, an account he's, a, he's a studied actor. He's a Strasburgian. He's a Strasburgian. Um... Let's see here. Well, this is exciting. Uh, can we get to the part where he got busted with weed? <laughs> he guest starred in an episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and in an episode of Law and Order in 07, right? Mm. Um, it's about all <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he was accused, sorry, he was arrested and accused of buying a bag of marijuana in 03. And that was Dell terminated the, the contract. He was blacklisted from the entertainment community. It was difficult for him to find work. Over a he bag of weed? He was blacklisted over a bag of ganja. What the fuck? Ugh. How does that happen? In, in, in the entertainment industry of all industries? It was like, oh, this guy's a bad weed, egg. Weed, get him out! He's a bad egg. Oh, my God. Mr. Hollywood, Mr. Kent Hollywood, please blacklist this man. It's done. Thank you, Mr. Already Hollywood. Already done. I wrote it down on my parchment in semen. <laughs> He will no longer work. Sealed in it in town. blood. <laughs> Bloody semen. Bloody. Not a fan of that. What? You don't, yours doesn't have that? <laughs> Mr. Hollywood, I would strongly recommend using your insurance. Well. Go see a doctor. Ha <laughs> ha, doctors. I don't need doctors. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's how he fucking express. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> uh, Did we just create a new character, <laughs> Kent Hollywood? Jared. Jared. Welcome back. No training today for Jared, so he's watching. Oh, man. I wonder what he's been training on. Jared, what have you been training on? Tell us. Tell us in the chat. We're very curious. Um, um, and while we wait for that, I'll, I want to take a moment to say uh, thank you all who listen. Thank you all who uh, watch us on Twitch and participate. And I just want to say, you know, we're coming up on the giving season. Uh, so if you guys could give us a big present, if you could just uh, make sure that you are subscribed, liking, uh, sharing our stuff around is really important. Get more people to listen. If you guys wouldn't mind heading over to wherever you're listening to this, leave a review, mm -hmm. interact, 
Um, we'd love just to hear from you guys and sort of spread the mind gap love around, just like Kent Hollywood spreads around his bloody semen. That's very true. Uh, Jared also wanted to note that soldiers used to write with semen instead of invisible ink. So is that before black lights? Except so there's invent- that were invented, you know, <laughs> yeah, right about the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like this works. Seventies <laughs> right around the seventies. I think I, I feel like I just want to, I want to dive into that and just be like, how, like they just would, would just do stuff and then it would dry and that was it. Did they like have, so you know how you had like, you have a, a bot, like when you have a quill, you've mm-hmm. got a bottle of ink. Did they just carry around a bottle? Did they have to keep refilling it? I mean, it's probably, I mean, it probably refilled regularly, but it's like, you tell me that doesn't leave a mark? I mean... Sergeant! Sergeant, I'm out of ink! I mean, you tell that to my socks growing up. I mean, they left, (laughs) those were not invisible, invisible Uh, things on there. Jared was training his replacement for his old role. Not super exciting, but a lot of babysitting. Mm -hmm. We, We know how that goes. Trust me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um... Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I want to do a quick follow-up on a topic we talked about. It was either last week or the week before. We talked about ads, advertisements, mm-hmm. uh, Addy ads. And um, Hulu has a new uh, uh, ad uh, idea, a new way for you to watch ads. So <clears throat> I'm just going to read this article here from uh, BroadcastingCable.com. This I'm episode already, brought to you by... <laughs> Broadcastingcable.com. That there may be the fake ad <laughs> for the real place. Um, Actually, I think I'm going to do that. No, since, are you really going to do this? I know exactly what I'm going to do an ad Shit, for this Fantastic. Week. Well, in case you don't know, Justin and I are playing a game <laughs> where we're, we're writing the fake ads for each other now, and we're giving them to each other, and whatever's there we have to read. Within reason. Right. Don't any of you get any ideas. But the you idea is, uh, you know, uh, we're, I'm... Since Justin's going to be doing the editing this week, I'm going to write something very special for him. Yes, he will. In case you weren't, you didn't know, he did the one last week about uh, it was uh, Vlad uh, the d- Triple Xmas uh, Dmitry Vasilov's Triple Xmas uh, uh, lawn decorations. Uh, that was mine that I wrote for him because I was like, "Hey, you can do accents. This one's for you." <laughs> well, so, you util- well utilize that. We'll yeah. utilize that. I'm like, do a happy Russian guy. I have, and that was the specific uh, note that I got was. Don't do it like a depressed Russian. Do it like a happy Russian. Because you hear that this the oh, serious. It's so easy to do that. Like, yeah. I'm a Russian in right. this, but this way it's like, hey, I'm right. a Russian. You want dirty? <laughs> I got dirty. You want to see where the where the carrot goes in the snowman orgy? Okay. Hey, <laughs> Russia's good time. <laughs> But broadcastingcable.com reports yes, that... Yes, back, uh, back, yeah. back to NPR. They, uh, no, uh, Hulu is basically... They're, they're rolling out this new thing where uh, once viewers get to their third episode, uh, there's going to be a sponsor message that says the next episode will be ad-free or it's going to include an offer from the sponsor. Uh, the next one will be ad-free or else. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> That's where it comes down. There's the, there's the next advertisement. Is, You're going to watch your ad or else. Or else. Um, so no, uh, basically they're saying um, they understand that you know people binge and they think very similar to what Spotify does. They're like, look, people watch the same ads over and over. We talked about this, and it gets it gets really boring. Um, so they're saying if you if you binge watch, you get to the third episode of the same thing, then they're going to say Spotify does it like yeah, listen to this short ad and you can get the next half hour, next thirty minutes for free. And so they're going to do something very similar, which I like the concept in practice. But reading through all of these. Uh, uh, statements from the three companies that are going to be 
um, pi- uh, piloting this with them. Well, one first of them of all, is gonna, like before we kind of get into yeah. that, it's just like the idea that Hulu's like, hey, we're watching you. <laughs> we know. Hey, fuckface, we know you're watching a lot of shit. Guess what? Time to pay the bill. Here's an ad. Or else. Or else. You got to watch it. But the thing is, I mean, I think to you, would you be more comfortable with watching the same ad over and over? Or them like hyper-targeting something to you and making you watch one maybe slightly longer ad? I think probably the latter. Yeah. Because I I would prefer a more targeted ad towards something that I, I enjoy. Versus a random one, okay. like then they end up at the same one over and over again. And I get it. Like sometimes that's that's the cost of doing business, right? Right. Sometimes I don't want to, but I got to watch the 15 second ad on YouTube. Like I get it. You know, it is what it is. The unskippable. Yeah, it's like fine. I'm watching this for free, and I try to keep that in mind. I try to be reasonable. Where yeah. I'm like, I don't have to pay for this, right? And I'm not willing to pay for, um, you know. The YouTube like subscription, I'm like I don't need that. No, no. Not so at all. to skip ads, I'm like that's fine. So I will live with whatever that is, and you know whatever. Got to pay the bills and stuff like that. So uh, as long as it just it's not an annoying ad, right? And it's not like a five minute ad, because uh, at that point I'm like, great, thank you for nothing. Out, you piece yeah. of shit. Who who does five minute ads? You know, <laughs> right? And I think that's that's the I I can't imagine these being more than a a, a minute minute and a half. I feel like a minute and a half is going to be at the at the top end of mm-hmm. what they're going to make you sit through. Because also, what the fuck are you going to do for a minute and a half in an ad? Like, that, at, that, at that point, it starts to become hard to actually or make... Or is it just like three 30-second ads? Like, you I, know? I, it, I think it's just one. It's sponsor message that says the next episode will be... The thing that I don't understand, or include an offer from the sponsor. So again, is that going to be in the middle of the show? So maybe one ad break mid-show? Because oh, that's I'd, almost more annoying. I'd be like, oh. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, man. But they uh, so the three the three companies that are piloting this are going to be Kellogg's, Maker's Mark, and Georgia Pacific. Which at first I, honest to God, thought was a train line. Yeah, I I was like, oh, a train company, okay. But the I, I buy that whenever I play Monopoly. I yeah. try to get that space. The Georgia Pacific, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's very it's lucrative. Georgia Pacific Railway, you get all four, and then anyone who lands in a railroad has to pay two hundred dollars. That and if in McDonald's, if you get all four, you win something big like a car, a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever play that game? Oh God, all the time. I ate so much fucking McDonald's thinking I was gonna win that game. That's yeah. So much McDonald's, which explains a lot about you know, where I'm at now in my street. It's hard to pinpoint a time when I lost my innocence, but that was one of those times. Yeah, like when I realized I'm like, oh, this isn't a legit chance to win anything. <laughs> it's all a lie. Like, because yeah. we were just hanging on to those pieces, man. Yeah. We were hanging on to them. We were like, oh, my God, we could just get whatever. We had a little nope. we had a little baggy, little yeah. tiny, like, Ziploc bag. And not the sandwich ones, but the ones that are a little smaller than that, mm-hmm. like, made for grapes. Yeah. And uh, we just had that sitting in the in the little, it, it was where all the pens and, like, sticky notes were right yep. next to the phone. That was right in that little nook area. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, uh, what, what? I, I, that's where I, also, I starts getting cynical about stuff. Because I'm like, you don't win these things. No. No one wins these. I, it's just, it's so dumb. Anyway, continue. Uh, but Jared even said, too, McDonald's Monopoly gets them every time. I'm glad to understand that. Aust- I'm glad to know Australia has the same the same troubles that we do here in the yeah, States. It's disappointing. <clears throat> um, all right. So, uh, the, the, I, you, you will love these because these are... Like, like the marketing person for each of these who made this statement, this is what they live for. This is why they have a job. They get up in the morning. They fucking put their masks on. I just, uh, I assume it's the, uh, it's the same character from um, American Psycho. He puts his mask on. He peels it off. He does his push-ups. He's ready for a fucking good day. 
a laser focus on consumer. Uh, Who is this for, by the way? What, what sorry, this one is for Kellogg's. Okay. All right. <clears throat> a laser focus on consumer occasions is one lever we pull when making marketing decisions here at Kellogg. Uh, cheese it snapped is lighter texture, amped up cheese flavor, and lower volume crunch. It's specifically designed for munching during TV viewing. You know, I'm hoping someday this language just gets phased out as older people die. Because that's got to get... I don't know who, who gets aroused by that language. Who's like, now they're talking my language. You know, Amp- they're going to pull the levers right. on that laser focus of... Cons- what was it? Customer uh, occasions? Uh, yeah. What? On consumer... Did I say customer? On consumer occasions. Consumer There is occasions? one lever we pull. What does that mean, consumer occasions? I don't know. That's such a bunch of nonsense, corporate nonsense. And someone's like, some someone is, someone spent hours, right, right, crafting this statement word by word. They might have probably, workshopped it in a meeting. hundred yeah. percent. You no doubt they were like, okay, it's, give me that first like phrase again. <clears throat> a laser focus on consumer occasions is one lever we pull when making marketing decisions at Kellogg's. So we want to say like we're really focused. Someone's like, no, 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 not just focused. No. Laser focus. Yes, laser. Everyone focus. loves labors. Yes, yes. Dave, and good job. All right. Talk about customer experiences. No, it's not. A, it's it's an occasion. It's a consumer. What's an, what's an occasion? A wedding. Right. A wedding is an occasion. A mitzvah, both bar and bat. Yes. Yes. Those are occasions. You those are occasions. About? You come by because when I hear occasions, I think occasionally. Like right. Every so often, but this is a customer. Occasion. A consumer. A consumer occasion. Consumer. That's it just sounds a, fancy. They consume. It's a fancy occasion. Because we're going to talk about Cheez-Its in just a minute anyway. So, <laughs> and we're going to pull these levers. Yes. We've got all the levers and we're pulling them and we're like, yeah. Who hears that and goes, I want, I like what they're doing. Right. Over there. But, and also when they describe it, Cheez-Its snapped with its lighter texture Amped up cheese flavor. When I hear amped up cheese flavor, I think, oh, my grandfather's trying to describe a cheese it. Like, that's not anything that a is normal they, person. Well, is this the 90s? Right. Amped up cheese flavor. People would be, like, be like, man, I'm amped for this. That, right. That's such an old thing. The might as well say, this cheese is lit, y'all. Right. <laughs> it's flavor injected. Whoa. It's, this is. Was it a, a, a cheese? As a fisheye lens comes into uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's gross. Yeah. So. Uh, and the fact that someone has gone into the lab right. to create a specific Cheez-It. All right, let's have, uh, all right, can we bring Tommy in? Tommy, come here, sit down. Uh, I want you to watch TV and eat these Cheez-Its. All right, we're just going to watch you. Okay. Okay. So, and someone's sitting there testing decibel levels. <laughs> They're like, it's too loud. We good? We good on the it's decibels? Too loud. All right. It's too loud. It's too loud. The person who said, who here wanted to punch him in the face because it was so loud? It was so like, loud. Right. And what's the flavor? Was the flavor amped up? No? Mm. Should it be more amped up? I could use more cheese. All right. Well, we're going to amp that up. Write that down. Amp it up. And then, yeah, then it's a... That's the perfect decibel! It's down. We've done it! We dropped it three decibel levels, you know? Uh, Continuing. Engaging with and rewarding consumers. Consumers. Not customers. Consumers. uh, Engaging with and rewarding consumers during a marathon entertainment session allows us to be an intrinsic part of this unique snacking occasion and Ugh. taps into the thrill TV fans have when they're racing through their favorite shows. Okay, first of all, how are they rewarding their consumers? Because it's it's a uh, lower volume crunch whilst being amped up in the so cheese flavor. So they're referring to 
the crunch, not the ad. Well, I don't think you're rewarding anyone with an ad. That's why I was like yeah. confused. They're like, we're rewarding. I'm like, no, you're not. We're rewarding them because now they know they can buy these things that are going to enhance. So they're rewarding their consumers on their special occasions, their viewing occasions, by giving them something that's not as loud and tastes great. Exactly. And it allows them to be an intrinsic part of this unique snacking occasion. Oh, God. That's just, Like, this you know, is the worst, hands is, down, the worst PR statement. Ugh. But Everything again, about this. The, the, the people that are going to matter in the future, this, this verbiage has to go away. Uh, yes. This has yes. to go away. People cannot talk like this because <laughs> Gross. nothing about it seems real or natural no. or anything. You just know a whole bunch of fucking nerds in suits <laughs> sat around just you know jerking off on dictionaries and thesauruses just trying to figure out what the right word was to get this fucking corporate message out to the consumer drones of the world. Tyler Durden would burn that place to the ground. Oh, in a fucking heartbeat. That would be one of the places that explodes. Right. When he does that. Uh, so Georgia Pacific. Do we have to read more of these? I'm using that. Well, I would read all three, but uh, Maker's Mark uh, declines to uh, put a statement out. <laughs> they just put the like, we drink and drown your sorrows. Yep. Watch your shit. You want booze? We got booze. Drink and watch your stuff and yeah. make you feel better for the moment. Um, momentary, momentary bliss. You know what? I'm not Maker's even going to read this Georgia Pacific one because fuck them. It's it's nowhere near as good as the Kel- the Kellogg's one took the cake. Yeah, and not Kellogg's. I apologize. Kellogg. Kellogg. Singular. Kellogg. Yeah, that's just awful. I just ugh, I hate that so much. Oh yeah, it's it, like again. I hear that, and nothing about that makes me want to buy. The only other thing about that ad is like they just totally are like blowing uh, Hulu. They're like this great Hulu's been great right. to us. Right. Right. It's like oh god, guys. Because you know someone who was like, guys, here's what we're going to do. You're going to talk about your stuff, and if you could give us a little bit of a shout-out. Absolutely, yeah. Shout-out. It would be great. For, and everyone's... We're anyone, excited about Hulu Anyone with eyes <laughs> can look at this and be like, you guys are 100% just yep. not... You guys we're, are in cahoots. And to me, it's so gross. It's disingenuous. And yeah. I'm like, I don't believe you guys yes. for a fucking second. <clears throat> not Get even a little here. bit. No. 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 You guys probably have a good strategic partnership, but you don't have to. You don't have to tell me like that, right? Man. The thing is, like, out of ever, I'm 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 pro Hulu in this regard because I think it's an interesting way. We were just talking about how there's been no real strides in how these mm-hmm. ads run, and they've just been getting more and more annoying because you see the same one. So kudos to Hulu for 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 doing this, but. I mean, to the partners they're partnering with, step it the fuck up, guys. Like, you got to bring more to the game than that. Amp, an intrinsic part of this unique snacking. Uh, I, again, I want to meet the guy. Right. Well, or, I tell or, you who or, it was. Or, or, or I the mean, lady who's like, oh, Kellogg, killing it with their intrinsic consumer occasions. <laughs> what? Allows us to be an intrinsic part of this unique snacking occasion. Oh. Don't What's call unique it a, about it, too? And don't call it an occasion. <clears throat> don't try to make it seem like me sitting down with a bag of Cheez-Its <laughs> is a special occasion. <laughs> it's not. It is not. I, I'm actually ashamed. Name another occasion <laughs> other than a wedding. What's an, what's an occasion? What's something that comes up and you're like, all right, break out the good stuff. A funeral. This is a special occasion, <laughs> yes. right? Break out the Cheez-Its. Yeah, what is a special occasion, right? Frank died. <laughs> Frank died. You know, your best friend you haven't seen in years comes to visit sure. you. Sure. That's an occasion. A holiday get-together. Yeah, right. Sure. Even that, I was like, yeah, that counts. You know, it's more... Ish? Yeah. 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 It, no, it, you're right. 100%. It a is graduation. A graduation. Right. 
you know, a celebration of a promotion. Right. You know, like all that sort of shit. Trump being impeached. Right. Right. All those things. Those are occasion. Occasion is special. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you assume that there's a something is known as a snacking occasion. (laughs) A snacking occasion. Get the fuck out of here. It's a unique snacking occasion. No, there's nothing unique about snacking. And then finishing it off with this taps into the thrill TV fans have when they're racing through their favorite shows. I I gotta have my seasons and watch Miss Maisel. The thrill that TV fans have while racing through their again. Oh, God damn it! So that just enraged me. You uh, even you even read this to me before we went on. Oh there, yeah, and I still like that has simmered over until now. Uh, angry Gail angry. Horwood. <laughs> oh no. Yep, Gail Horwood, CMO at Kellogg's Ugh. North America. Yeah. Thanks, Gail. There you go. Gail, uh, fire the team that helped you write that because that's not good. Do better. That's not good. But you know everyone in that organization. Here's the thing. I'm still going to probably buy Cheese It Snapped because I like them. You know, the thing was they ran that by everyone in corporate at Kellogg, and they're like, oh, this is, yes, this is what we are. We are trying to get in the mouths of our consumers on those snacking occasions. Right. And Gail... Gail, you fucking nailed it. Gail. Gail, here's here's a half a million dollar bonus. Gail just won herself a trip to Aspen. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to every, every other one of you fucks sitting in this marketing meeting. Gail's going to Aspen. Someone's still employed. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> Let's see how your next marketing campaign goes, Gail. Gail. <laughs> or should I call you on- Horwood? <laughs> Hubby. Good lord. So there's that. So look out for Hulu's new ad platform. Watch out for the Cheez Its ads. I can't wait to see Cheez Its ads. I'm curious to see which one I'll get the Maker's Mark, the Cheez Its, or the uh, the sparkle paper towels. That's what George <laughs> Pacific one you, which, is, by the way. Which one are you hoping for? I kind of hope Maker's Mark. <laughs> Just because they Give me the booze. They remained quiet and all this, which makes me think that they've got better sense than to put out a stupid statement. They're like, that. you know what we are. Right. You know what's up. You know what this is. You know what this is. You know what this is. This is a relationship built on <laughs> sadness. Oh uh, God, that could can't not have been this. better. Y'all can't see this, but uh, I'm just I'm watching this on the Twitch playback real quick. It is just a limp, lips, and limp it's dinkerdoo. There it is. Flippity floppity floop is all that is. Um, so Lord. if Gail had apologized to you for putting that out, yeah, would you accept her apology? Probably not. No. Probably not because I'd be like, you don't mean that. What? I, I'm, I'm just one consumer that will no longer be have an occasion for which to snack. But here's the thing. She probably would say something to the effect of, I, wanna, I want to personally okay, rectify we're done. a... We're done. we're done already. I want to personally... Don't personally I want to personally rectify a, uh, an assault <laughs> on your ears. Whoa. I'm going to spit all over this. <laughs> And not like just a little spit, like a big, like, phlegmy spit. Yeah. I had that just kind of locked yeah. in the chamber. We meant no harm Ugh. in our previous, our aforementioned statement regarding <laughs> Cheese It Snapped. <laughs> the lighter, amped up, cheesy, <laughs> with a lower crunch decibel. Which is just, you know, we just want it to be such a thrilling experience for you <laughs> and your family. To sit down and enjoy your favorite shows on, this on unique, Hulu. On this unique snacking experience, occasion. Yes. Yeah. With this very great and powerful platform known as Hulu. Hulu. 
to give you an experience that is just unmatched anywhere else. Right. And to that, I, I say I'm sorry. And here's a $20 coupon. What does Netflix have? Pringles? <laughs> oh, the fucking Pringles, guys. The fucking guys. Pringles, You mean guys. those bro bros over at Pringles? <laughs> Their ads would probably be stellar. Because Brad Pitt was in a Pringles ad. Yeah, I don't know was. if you know that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And his hair was immaculate. Of course it was. Look it up, folks. Yeah. His hair is always immaculate. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would uh, I would not look forward to that situation. I'd be like, okay, you can leave now. I'd probably be like, are you a part of an alcoholic anonymous? Anonymous. <laughs> are you part of an alcoholic anonymous? <laughs> Um, you know, where they kind of have to make amends. Yeah. You know, like they come to me with an apology. And an Advertisers Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> it's still AA, but the other one. They're like, I'm sorry for what I had to create for the demons of a corporate world. <laughs> they love the language, man. I don't know what you want from me. It's our advertising 12-step program. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awful. If you received it, this, when this episode airs, mm-hmm. and let's say it makes its way across Gail's desk over at Kellogg, North mm-hmm. America. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And she, what if, if you receive an email that says, I'd like to meet, oh, what no. would, what would you say? No. You would say no. Why? I would absolutely say I will meet under one condition. Oh, geez. You bring me some of those cheese that snaps. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want them because then they're like, oh, he's just in it for the, he's just in it for the, the, the thrilling consumer occa- <laughs> snacking occasion. I, then you're playing right into everything that exactly. they were like, That's now exactly we know, now we have a profile on this person. Exactly. Yeah. He just wants free shit. I'd be like, I don't want any of your shit. I hate your I hate your verbiage. So if he ever watches on Hulu, if mm-hmm. he ever watches The Negotiator, we know it had to play against it. First of all, I'd be like, uh, Madam, why are you listening to this podcast? Like, I'm thrilled. <laughs> I am thrilled. That Gail, you- we have bigger fish to fry Listen, here. Listen, Gail, I've done, <laughs> I've done the research. You do not fit our demographic for this at all. So I appreciate it. Gail, level with us. Listen. Is Cheez-It looking to sponsor MindGap Podcast? I was like... Because now we can talk. Listen, guys, um, you want to talk about some really great snacking <laughs> occasions? Like if they have that new thing, all of a sudden one day we're like, guys, woo, something real cool Pe- to talk about. People think it's a fake ad up top, but it is a flat-out real ad for they, Jesus. They, they think they're like, okay, look, here's the deal. All right? <laughs> we want to sponsor you, um, but you just write the ads. You make right. it cool. You make it hip. And all of a sudden we start selling out. We're just like, man, you know what really gets my bowels moving? That's not right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do the cool kids say today? You, you in the you big cheese flavor? Hey, I'm the big cheese. I'm the big cheese around these parts. Yeah. I eat cheese and snaps. <laughs> I'm the big cheese around these parts. We in a western? <laughs> no one's cheese, big, more cheese than me. Yeah. I, like, che- I got cheese. Look, guys, when I just want to go and hate myself and just indulge, I go for Cheez-Its. Guys, when I'm gonna when I'm gonna make a mistake and I'm gonna binge watch four hours worth of uh, of television, uh, I'm gonna hurt myself with Cheez-Its. Yeah, snapped. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait till I, I snap wait. my diabetes. <laughs> I'm gonna wash it down with some pop, <laughs> and it's good. It tastes good. Buy Cheez-It snapped. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would not want to meet. Yeah, I would have zero interest in in listening to that. Like that's cool. The, your product's not for me, apparently. Yeah. And your messaging is definitely not for me. Your messaging is very off. I don't know market. who it's for, honestly. In that regard, now, granted, they're not putting out an ad with that verbiage <clears throat> on there, but just reading that press release, it's just like good. I wish Lord. they would. I wish they would put out that ad. Ugh. Ugh. 
Doug but, says no bueno. But speaking of apologies, yes, uh, Justin, how often do you apologize? Far too often. Really? Oh yeah. I don't. I don't expect that from you. No. And I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> I, I expect you to tell people to go fuck themselves. I really? You to be like, nah, I'm not sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been getting better. The more the <laughs> the angrier I get, the less I apologize. Uh, I I apologize to Beth very frequently. Okay, so you to the point where she's like. Please stop apologizing. Nice. Like, and it's it's to the like, I just I always feel like I'm doing something wrong. Not with her, just in general. I always feel at work uh, with friends in family situations. I typically feel like whatever I'm doing is probably the wrong thing. Oh yeah. And so I'm typically apologizing. Yeah. Um, there are certain instances where you're right. I very much am like I'm not apologizing for <laughs> shit, and I'm getting much better at it. But I still apologize way too often. So you're getting better at not apologizing. Correct. Gotcha. I'm getting better. at pulling back on my Canadian-ness. Gotcha. Yeah. There's a guy who I work with who will apologize for apologizing. He is the oh. nicest, sweetest guy, but we tell him, like, we're going to start making strikes. Again. We're going to put you on a pip if you keep apologizing. Yeah. You've got to become more of a dick, man. Like, you've well, got to. Yeah, there's because there's a point where it loses its value. D- yeah, yeah. You know, it's or like, you're just it's like, like, look, anything. man, just, you're good. You're yeah. fine. You just, you know, not up a little bit. Yeah, because some of that too is just that's probably the the personality. Yes, absolutely. I'm very yeah. much in that guard, in that regard of like um, I don't ever want to bother anybody. Right. Yeah. So if I feel like I am bothering somebody or whatever, or I'm intruding on them, you know, even if it's their job, right? You know, it's it's like ah, I just don't want to bother anybody. So I'm pretty apologetic in that regard, where I'm like, I'm sorry. I feel like I don't. Maybe I don't apologize as much, like like straight up apologize as much as I do ratchet up the niceness. Yeah, I'm overly nice. See, I try to make, with that. I try to make myself like is like kind of, especially if I'm asking for something. Like mm-hmm. if I'm at a, the counter and I'm asking someone to, oh, I'm sorry, could you not? Uh, could you put this on it instead of that? Or can I not? You know, if I'm mm-hmm. doing like a food order, I'll be very like meek and humble, almost to a fault. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to just not do. That. Well, I mean, it shows them that you're you're, you're trying, <clears throat> and I think in a service situation, I try to do the same thing. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I try to be kind because I'm like, your job sucks. I right. get it. I don't want to be the story that ruins your day or anything like that. So I try to make it a good, you know, customer occasion, you know, with those <laughs> kinds of people. you so hard. Yeah. So that it's, it's memorable, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm thinking, like, in, in most situations, I if someone is, is attempting to be vulnerable with me, that also makes me feel vulnerable, too. So if someone were to, like, pour their heart and soul out and apologize, I'd probably be like, cool, man, we're good. Like, yeah, yeah. Even if deep down I didn't feel that way, I just want that moment to end. And so if I like... You also don't like the awkwardness so of if, if they apologize and you don't take it, then there's that like, well, what are, where do we go now? I, I think at some point I'll get there where... And I, I, think, I think there's a couple people I would probably not accept apologies from. Really? Um, Anyone that you're comfortable naming on air? Uh, I mean, you know, someone who used to own a business that ah, you and I worked, worked yes, at. Yes, um, yes, 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 because yes. that guy illegally took my <clears throat> vacation pay. Yes, um, like if you to the point of if you wanted to take legal action, you one hundred percent. I could, could have, have. It just wouldn't have mattered, right? Because I was like, okay, the cool. amount was so small. It's like you're you're basically going to steal five hundred dollars from me because I only gave you a week's notice right. before I left. I'm like, fuck you, right? Like that's illegal. Even though it was already well, we won't get too far into it. But even though it, like the termination was already yeah promised, already, yeah, he already told me that I was getting laid off in thirty days, right? And you're and like, then, so why do I wait thirty days? And then it got to the point where you and Drew were leaving, <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm not running this place by myself. So by the way, I'm leaving in a week too. Right now, that put him in a shitty spot. I understand right. um, because there was you know 
you know, he was losing three of his three staff. Right. So, but, but that still doesn't give still him the legal stole, right yeah. to withhold a <clears throat> vacation pay for me. And I called him on that, and he was still like, whatever, man. You right. Know, you, you only gave me a week's notice, so you're only getting a week's worth of vacation when I had two. And False.com, like, yeah. But I looked at it as like, well, if $500 is what I have to pay to never speak to this person again, right. then so be it. Then I'll that's, be that's the elsewhere. price of doing business here, yeah. But if that guy were to come back and say he's sorry, I'd be like, dude, you're going to do that to the wrong person someday, right. and they're going to fuck you hard. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. He won't. It, it, there'll be some point where he does not have the upper hand, or his the cool guy thing just does not fly. I would, I would basically tell him, I was like, you know, as from adult to adult, human to human, I'd be like, that was a really shitty thing that you did. And I hope yeah. you understand that that's not okay. Yeah. And I hope you don't treat your other employees that way because you're going to lose out. Or just in general run businesses. Like that's not good business practice. That's no. not ethical business. No, yeah. it's just a shitty thing to do somebody. Yeah. So um, I, I I guess I probably hold a grudge yeah. to some degree. I mean, he's the only person on LinkedIn that I've blocked because I was like. That is some elite status right there. Because I was that like. That is elite. I was like, fuck that guy. I don't want to see any of his stupid ass updates. Right. Jim Tam Laundry or whatever <laughs> it is we're doing. I'm Hashtag like, I don't, GTL, I don't want to see any of that yeah. shit because every time I saw it, I would just think of him. Right, right, right. And, being, and plus, I just didn't want him to see what I was up to. Right. It, he, there's no reason to. You don't no. need that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't want him to see what I'm up to. There's, as, there's as, no benefit to it. No. We ended on a poor note and I blame it on him. So yeah. for whatever, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, you can say that what I did was shitty to some degree, but it's not like I quit on it just randomly on a day. Right. I at least gave him a week's notice. Right. It's a courtesy to give two weeks. And by the way, Jill gave me plenty of resources to send his way about how to frame my emails to him and shit like that. And he just, whatever. Right. I'm mad at myself for not pushing it further, but nothing would have happened. No, it's one of those where you had to choose your battles and like, you're like, look, this is not, while I could, yeah. this is not the to hell what, to die To what on. end right. am I going to do this? I'm going to take you to court over over a week's worth of vacation. It's got to cost more. And he, but the thing that sucks is he knew that. Right. He knew he, he could knew pull that he over. He knew he got it. Yep. Absolutely. And I look at that. I was like, that's a shitty human. Right. And I was like, I never want to talk to that guy again. Right. Because it's, I would never want to do business with him. I would never want to send business his way. Because if he treats his employees that way, who's to say he wouldn't do some other shady shit? Right. Along the way. And I'm like, fuck that, man. Well, and those are the type of people that I look at and go, hopefully one day I'll be in a position where they're going to they're gonna be looking to do business with me. Mm-hmm. And then my retribution will be I get to go, no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you can just – exactly. Those are the those are the moments you dream for. Right. Oh, absolutely. Where you can have a situation where absolutely. someone will come up and be like, oh, there's this great thing and we want to use this company. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I know that company. Um, I don't I don't want to do that with them. Right. In fact, I have someone else. I'm like, <clears> so let's kill the deal. And let's go with, or they, they, they're coming to meet or something, you're, right. your business or someplace and you're the decision maker and they come into the room and you're like, oh, hey, how's oh. it going? You let them do their whole spiel and everything like that. And you're like, yeah, we're not going to work with you. Right. Um, I just don't feel like, um, you know, doing business with you is in our best interest. Um, you know, I just don't think it's going to work and just right. watch and be like, ah. I just love, like, I love know. the idea of the beginning of that meeting, them yeah. sitting down and you just stare at them across and you just go, this will be fun. Yeah. Go ahead. And just be pleasant. Yeah. You know, be this pleasant. will be fun. And at the end, be like, hey, I appreciate you coming in here, but um, we're not going to move forward. You know, oh, why? Why? Well, you know, you and I have worked together in the past. We have I a just, storied history. And I just, I didn't, I didn't like your, the way you approached a lot of things. Right. And, and I'm concerned for my business and my position that you're going to do the same thing. Absolutely. And so I just don't think it's a good match. So I wish you the best of luck and carry on. And, and so you get to take A, take the high road and B, have the power. And exactly. that is at the end of the day, that is, that's going to put you on. That's going to, that's going to make you coming. You're going to walk out smelling clean. Exactly. You know, and yeah. that sort of situation. And again, uh, to me, it's always, <clears throat> is there a lesson? I'm not, I'm not saying you're trying to teach people a lesson, but yeah, people, yeah, yeah. they need to learn. 
from those kinds of things. And and when when I hear stories of things like that happening, right. oh boy, it just right. it is just sets a fire <clears throat> in my belly. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, How about you? Is there anyone you would you wouldn't accept an apology from? You know, when I was when I was a younger man, Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, there probably at some point was. Um, at this point in my life, I'd like to think that I, I'm more of the mindset of like, kind of, uh, <clears throat> you, you, you get out what you put in mm-hmm. to this life. So the, I, I don't want to, as, as angry as I can get and as, as pissy as I can get about certain things, I, I really do try to not put too much negativity out there. Yeah. I do try to be, uh, on the lighter side of things and, and kind of, and keep a, keep a good, like, all right, I, this is like positive outlook. Mm-hmm. So at, at this point in my life, I'd like to think that if there was someone that had wronged me big in the past, mm-hmm. that I could still look at him and go, you know what? Look, we're not going to be friendly, Yeah. but I'm not going to, if you apologize, I accept it. I thank you for it. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to move on Yeah. and we're going to part ways and we're just, sure. again, we're not going to be friends ever, but I accept your apology and yeah. thank you for that. I, I would yeah. like to think that's where I'm at. Yeah. I can't off the top of my head think of anyone that has done anything that egregious to me mm-hmm. that would make me go forever. You are in my crosshairs. Yeah, for some, for me, some stuff takes a while to yeah. go away. Yeah, and eventually it'll <clears throat> get, it'll work itself through my system, and um, I'll get over it. For example, something that happened in high school. Yeah, right. Like there could be something, and I've got a couple, you know, specific instances. But there are certain things like, uh, or or in grade school, mm-hmm. there's a guy, and is uh, we'll just we'll call him Steve. And, uh, you know, he, we were standing in line. He came up behind me, pushed me as hard as he could. And I tripped over my bag, uh, tore my jeans, skinned my knee. I was bleeding down my knee and he just sat there and pointed and laughed. There was no reason for it. Mm -hmm. He was a dick. Mm -hmm. And through like the rest of grade school through junior high, even in the high school, I was like, that guy, fuck that guy. And nowadays, again, so much time has passed. I'm like, that's fine. Like, yeah. look, you do you do what you do. Yeah. I do what I do. If he came up and said, "Hey, like when we were in fifth grade, man, I really, <laughs> I I remember doing this, and I feel terrible, and I'm sorry I did that." I'd yeah. go, "I appreciate that. We're not going to go grab a beer, but I appreciate it." Yeah, you know, like it, it's time is well, what you're saying. Like time yeah. kind of heals most. I won't say all, but most wounds. Well, I also look at that as like there's definitely a lot of leeway when it comes to kids. Like, 100%, I'm like, yeah. you know, there's stupid shit that people said and, and have done, and um. You know, where I'm like, yeah, I was, and, and I've done plenty of that oh shit. Oh my too. God, there's people that I know I've pissed off. Just that I know, like, I would love to go back and apologize. Oh. And most of them, I would like to think, are pro- have probably even forgotten it. If I apologize, they'd go, what? Yeah. You know, but, I like to think that because there's some things that I remember clearly that other people have done to me, and I'm like, I know. Just right. last night, uh, my good friend Mandy uh, reached out to me, and she, she was, she sent me a screenshot of the radio, and it was, um, your body's a wonderland. It was playing. She goes, man, this is playing all the time. She goes, I remember how I used to just like make fun of the song all the time. We were in high school. I was like, yeah, I was a real asshole about music back then. I go, not so much. I go, I'm still an asshole, just not about that anymore. Like, man, when people I would bring up my asshole horizons, oh man, like when people would bring up music that was not in my purview, I'd oh, be like, yeah. fuck that. I'd be like, oh, I'd get right, out of here. Right. I was such a dick about it. I was like. Such an asshole. Right. I laughed because I was like, yeah. She goes, I don't remember that. I'm like, I remember it that way. And uh, how Oh, much, Mandy, I remember that very well. I was like, oh, just always looking just to have a debate about something when it came to that stuff. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
So I definitely know that I did stuff, yeah. you know, that was not nice and was yeah. silly and, and not welcomed by other people and stuff that I probably don't even those, those are the things that I always look I look at I'm like, what have I done that I didn't even know about? That, oh, that, 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 that ruined someone's day. You walked away and you're like, oh, this was a good day. And that person just sat there and watched you walk away and their yeah. heart broke. And, they're, and, and and forever they were just like, oh, my God. Or I said something right. or did you something. Didn't even know. Didn't even realize Absolutely. it. It's just like, oh, how many times have I done that? It's a terrifying It's a terrifying thought Like to, yeah. to, to, to think about how many times that could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really depressing way to look at it. Um, but, you know, I would say recently other apologies I wouldn't accept. <laughs> Former boss. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this yeah. this cat. Yeah. If if that person were to come up to me, uh, I'd be like, yeah, right now, like we have. No, I'd be like, if, you, if 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 for some reason they were to apologize, I'd be like, that's cool. I don't accept it. I don't like you, and I don't need you in my life. Right. Be on your merry way. Right. And just walk away. I'm like, I don't I don't need your apology. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to know you. We can just hard stop it right there. Like. <laughs> See you later. See you later, amigo. Yeah. Like, don't need you in my life <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. You know, but on, on the flip side, too, I mean, there's people that I've I've been upset with that I've definitely let stuff go. Like the uh, the general manager of the hotel I used to work sure, at. Sure, yeah, yeah. He's no longer there, but, um, you know, he <clears throat> he was a real piece of work. Sure, yeah. Um, and I, I was real upset with him on my way out because I feel like he fucked my career. I was really trying to get into training at the time. <clears throat> And he just completely just he he allowed me to miss an opportunity yeah. to do some training with the, it, the yeah. corporate trainer that was there was hosting something and at another hotel and this trainer was like I would love for you to be a part of this and I remember like the day of I was like hey man am I able to do this he goes I'm so sorry to tell you this he goes but they never gave approval for you to do this and I was like what and I just remember them being like you know you got to speak up about this stuff I was like he told you like what. What more did you want me? Now, I could have right. done more. Sure, but you didn't. But I yeah. was like, you literally fucked me on this, and then you were in a meeting or telling me it was my fault. Right. Like, you should have said something. I'm like, bitch, you, <laughs> what? What more do I have to do now? Right, right. Um, I look back on that now. Like, things like that, I'm, I'm over. If I were to see him, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? And i yeah. just, whatever. And if you were to, for some reason, apologize, I would accept it and move on because it is what it is. Sure. Um, so there's definitely some situations like that where I'd be like, oof. But I, I don't know. Even in the situation where I wouldn't want to accept their apology, I probably would. You still feel, think you would? would yeah. I just, I don't. It's so hard for me to be confrontational yeah. with people. It's so hard. It's just, I have any time someone, uh, like in an acting or an improv class, I'm like, think back to the happiest time of your life. Or think back to a, a time when you were scared. Yeah. Or think back to whatever. I am horrible at coming up with those. I can't yeah. think of examples. So when you ask me, like who is there? Who in your life would you not forgive, or who's wronged you? I look. I, I know I've had that. Mm -hmm. I just can't come up with a goddamn oh, one. It's like, it's so yeah. hard. I don't know why. It's so hard in those situations when you get put on the spot. Um, but I, I I remember someone. Um, I was I don't know if I call it dating, um, because we were so not not like I would call it dating. We were just fucking each other. No, <laughs> it was just uh, we were we were young. I think I was in, I was like in eighth grade or something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. And um, there's this girl I was dating at the time, and she was she was kind of weird, and uh, you know we got along really well. But then she was also like super fucking weird. Yeah. And I was like, uh, <clears throat> and eventually we broke up. I'm like, that's cool. We probably don't need to do that. Yeah. And I remember her like calling me like months later. She's like, hey, I'm calling you because didn't you say you had hepatitis? And I was like, 
uh, no. She goes, I could have sworn you said you'd have hepatitis. Well, you do now. I was like, no. I was like, why? <laughs> She's like, no reason. And I was like, what the? And that was like the conversation. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It makes me very uneasy. And then I remember like freshman year of high school, I saw her and she was like, you know, really weird towards me and stuff like that. And I'm like, whatever. But I remember towards the end, she like approached me and she said, hey, I want to apologize. I was in a really bad spot. In a lot of parts of high school, and you were always a really nice guy, and, and I just want to apologize for the way that I acted. And I was like, "That's really unnecessary," but thank you. Like, that was it. That struck it's refreshing. me. Refreshing, yeah. Some of those, like, especially at that age, was willing to come forward and essentially be like, "Hey, I was pretty fucked up, and uh, I acted really weird towards you, and I'm really sorry." I, that's to this day, it's memorable to me. I'm like, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Can you think of any memorable times where people have apologized to you and you've been like struck by like, "Whoa, that was unexpected," and Almost welcomed. No. No, nope. one's, no one's ever apologized to you. No. Do you want to be the first? Justin? Yeah. I'll think about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, it's one of those where I'm on the spot. I'm, I, I just, I'm absolutely terrible at this game. Um, what about from like I, a place like Kellogg or corporate or someplace? Like, have you ever gotten an apology that you've actually <laughs> been, been like, wow, that was actually really cool of them to do that? Or they, they write it wrong <clears throat> in a way? They... they um, <laughs> God damn it, Doug. You put me on the spot. I honestly, I can't. No, I can't think of. Justin has not lived an actual life. He's I, been I have in, not. You ever seen the movie The Matrix? He's been in the pod the whole time, plugged in. What's happening? But whatever he's been plugged into has just been huh? white snow on the screen. Yeah. Nothing's happened. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's broken. My screen is broken. They're like, we'll get to it. Um, we put in a help desk ticket. <laughs> It's weird, and I don't know if that's something I should be concerned about, that I can never come up with these things, but I no. feel like it is something I should be concerned about. Um, I, You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't, off the top of my head, I can't think of a, a time when someone has brought forth a heartfelt apology that has been unexpected or un- you're just like, oh, uh, cool, thanks, man. Like, I, yeah. Or woman. A woman. <laughs> um, I could make something up. All right, what would be a situation in which you would not accept someone's apology? I think if, <clears throat> if someone had, uh, I'm going to go extreme on this. Okay. If someone murdered a family member, sure, a loved one of mine, or, mm-hmm. a, or a dear friend, uh, and they're like, hey, I'm sorry I murdered that person, I'd probably have a hard time accepting Well, I'm that. sure if they came off that way and delivered it in that way, too. <laughs> hey, man, sorry about it. But, you know, you know yeah. people got to eat. Yeah, yeah man. Like, you know, what? It's, uh, it was a thing. It was the 90s. It was three years ago. What if it was a situation where it was justified? Um, where their killing was justified? Mm-hmm. So, like, my family member was attacking them? Or it was a situation where, you know, it, it was it, one of them Like, had they to- were in a throwdown! <laughs> <laughs> we got here somehow. No. And we're done. No, uh, it was like a, 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 a trolley scenario, right? <laughs> you know? And they had to... The trolley car scenario. They had to kill them to oh, save five great. other people on the tracks, you know? <laughs> great. You know? Uh, <laughs> would, that, would that affect... The five people that they were saving. Uh-huh. Was it their family members? Did they sacrifice one of my family for five of theirs? Let's say that it was. No, I wouldn't accept it. Why? Because it's my family member. Yeah, but it was their family member. Five of theirs, no less. No. The math adds up. No, it doesn't. The math checks out. Here's the thing. That family is a terrible family. You don't know that. They cheat their taxes. You don't know that. They do not give to charities. And they actually take... Well, probably. (laughs) 
Would it, it depend on what family member died? In this scenario, <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. Name uh, the one you wouldn't be too upset about. Oh, Uncle. No. Um, <laughs> no, I. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> hey, we got something for Justin gotta, to talk about now. One. Hey, I've, I've come up with a time when I'm going to apologize to someone. Hey, so uh, remember when I said on that podcast <laughs> that I was okay if you would die, I would accept someone else's apology right. for killing you? Um, so a time, okay, so something someone would have to do. I think if someone, if someone like fucked me out of an opportunity, okay. like a career opportunity Ooh, or something, okay. like if someone fucked me out of that and it was purely... Because I like to, I, I would like to, again, and this is one of those things where I'm trying to put, and this is where I, I start debating myself, where I put myself in their position. I'm like, okay, well, if I was in the same position, would I forego the opportunity so they could have it? You know, like, I guess it's, it's very circumstantial to me. So paint a picture here so we get a little more detailed on what you're talking about. Because we're talking like, hey, you're both interviewing for a job, and then one of you gets and one of them doesn't. That's a pretty impartial That's a pretty impartial process. thing, right. There's nothing would happen. But, but if someone threw me into the bus to okay. make themselves look better, and that resulted in them getting a position that I was up for. Well, if they, yeah, well, they lied right. about it. In that regard, fuck that. They were like, you know, it was you, it was Tui State. Two, two East Eights and this man. other rival production company. And yeah. they're like, hey, you got to be careful with those guys because they have sexual harassment claims against their company and you don't want to have that on your thing. Right. Which is just categorically false. And then the other company's like, hey, we're actually, we're not going to work with you, blah, blah. And you find out that they said that. And you're like, well, that's not true. And they're like, well, we already signed with this other company. Right. You know, In that would, regard, that, that other company would be dead in the water to me. Even like if they like would, yeah. five years later they came back and they're like, hey, man, that was really shitty, you know, we want we want to try and improve uh, the culture in the city of production companies. We were eating we, a lot we, of Cheez-Its at that point. We did. We, we, were, we did you wrong. Yeah. You know, and we just really want to create a great customer occasion. And <laughs> we felt like we could do it better, you know, based on our brand. Uh, and, um, you know, and because yeah. of that, we let it get to our heads. And just to show that there's no hard feelings, um, you know, here's here's a check. <laughs> So they're paying me off for for one week's vacation. I feel, like, I feel like we're merging a lot of circumstances. I don't know. I'm, here. I'm doing a lot of callbacks uh, that don't make sense right now. I I would uh, I'd probably again. It depends on how yeah. like if that if that job that we lost out on was the make or break thing, you know, and then two East Eighth it had to dissolve or disband because of that, or you know they went on to you know huge heights and we you know didn't or whatever it was. If it if it caused long term uh, irreversible damage, then I don't think I could accept that apology. Yeah. Um, but if again, they were like, "Hey, look, man, I know Two East Eighth had to shut down. We feel really bad, but we have a spot open up at our company. Nah. We would love for you to do that. We've got a really great salary for you, right. great benefits. Uh, you have full control over all this sort of stuff. I like, couldn't trust them. Yeah. I, I mean, it, why it, would you? Right? It, it almost would, seemed like a trap. Right. It would. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. Uh, it's one of those. Yeah. Where I, I, I couldn't. I don't. In that, re, in that specific capacity, I couldn't. I could never believe that they wouldn't be uh, just willing to dick me over. She's like, sure, it works now. This works yeah. for you guys now. But uh, you know, no. It's it very similar. I get not to. I've, this is the second political thing I've said, but it, I look at it very similar in the Trump regard, where he's mm-hmm. like, "You're in my inner circle. It's fine." Mm-hmm. The minute, the minute that. He can sacrifice someone to make himself to to get out of jail free. That person's going under the bus. So yeah. I look at it the same way, where I'm like, I don't trust that you're not going to throw me. Sure, you're saying this now, yeah, because it benefits you. 
but you know, and I'm, I'm awesome. I've heard a story about someone who said, if you want to do business with them, go play golf with them because one of the things you can just watch how they play the game. Oh, interesting. I'm okay. sure you could substitute golf for anything. That's a good, that's the interesting. Idea of yeah. Like someone said they watched someone cheat while they're playing golf. Sure. And they're like, look, if this guy is willing to cheat at golf, what else is he willing to cheat at? Something you know, so menial is, yeah. Yeah, it's a game. It has no real whatever, but if someone was willing to do that, they probably shouldn't go into business with them. Jared has an interesting take on this. Let's hear it, Jared. Uh, Jared said, accept the apology, take the job, bring the fuckers down from the inside. <laughs> I'd like to change my answer. This is, a, this is an Eve <laughs> job from the stories my brother used to tell. Where Absolutely. It's like you befriend them, you go inside, and before you know it, you blow up their place. Yes, that's it. Uh, you get the keys to the safe. While I say that I would like to do that, that would be, again, putting that negativity out there oh. in the world, and I'd rather just kind of, I feel like personally I would, at the end of the day, I'd rather just move on The energy it. you would have to put in to do that would right. not be worth the outcome. They would have had to have royally fucked me. They would have had to have destroyed my life. Like, my company had to dissolve, and because of that, my wife left me, took the dog, took the yada yada, no, and then the I was dog. destitute, and I was out in my, you know, yada, like, my life would have had to be in ruins for me to go... All right, time to climb in from the inside. And, you know, you see a lot of movies and read a lot of stories about this, and I'm, I'm willing to bet there's probably a level of truth to it, but if you dedicate yourself to revenge, once that happens, I don't think it's ever enough. It's that empty fucking feeling, yeah. It's, it's, I don't think it's ever enough to right. be like, because especially once you accomplish that goal, it's like, then what? What are you living for? Right. Now I have to murder the person. Yeah, it's yeah. like you destroyed them, and then what? You just get to dance around and be happy? Because guess what? You also, if you destroy the company, you just destroyed your job. <laughs> So now you need to go find a job, and if nothing they knew, else matters, if they knew man. That you did that. Who's going to hire you? <laughs> so That's why you got to no. You got to be smart about it. You got to cover it up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like office right, space. Let's man. go through this bit by bit. All right, it's okay. like Superman three. You know, a little bit of penny a day. We're guys. Fractions we're going to be pennies. here for another conservatively four hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that would be the, that would be the, the instance. Um, again, if 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 we went on to. You know, it's uh, similar to you, how you're now in a training position and you're doing and you're happy with, wh with yeah. what you're doing and you're able to fulfill that. So if we in that scenario that we painted out, if, uh, you know, it took us maybe a couple more years to get to the place we're looking to get to or, you know, other things came up in lieu of that, it would be one of those where I'm like, look, we're not going to do business with you because I don't trust you, mm -hmm. but I'll accept the apology. Interesting. It's interesting how it depends on the outcome. Yeah, for I guess for me it is very it's very dependent on how far did that unravel things. The magnitude. The magnitude. Of, yeah. Of the the fallout of it. Yeah. Because it's also something where it could be a big deal, but later on you can still get over it. Right. And still be a situation like you know you could have gotten a physical fight with somebody and just loathe them yeah. for a long time. Like there's a guy I really hated in high school. Yeah. Like especially towards the end, he was really not. He's not a good human. Yeah. Whenever his name comes up, like a part of me like stirs, like a dark part of me is like that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering if I met him today, I'd be like, I need to just have five minute conversation to see if we would ever be okay. Yeah. Like, just to be like, where are you now in your life? Because he had a shitty home life. Can't blame that on all his actions. But I mean, he was an awful, awful human, especially to women. And so I was, I would love to be like, okay, where are you now? Right. Have you. Have you changed it all? Because right. if not, we can leave. But that's a situation where I will always remember that guy for being that way. Right. And I would always be hesitant to ever be in the same room with him again because I'd be like, okay, uh, this guy's here. Okie dokie. Um, so I'd be cautious around him. But, you know, you, you think about certain things would 
Because there's a line from a show coming out this Friday on Netflix called The Witcher. Okay. Starring Henry Cavill, which I'm super excited about. Is that really how you pronounce his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, blew my mind, too. I did not realize this. Um, and uh, it's about it's based on books, which were also some video games, very popular video games were based on that. And there's a line in there where uh, it was in the the trailer for Witcher 3, and you hear it, uh, it's said in the, the show trailer as well, where it's like evil, good, or was it, it's, it's evil. It's like great, lesser, middling. And the idea of that the Witcher is trying to decide, like, when do you interfere and thwart evil? Mm. Does it matter, the magnitude, or is evil just evil? Right, is it black or white, or is there levels to it? Yeah. Because there's a great moment in the video game trailer, which came out years ago, where... Witchers are known for hunting monsters, mm-hmm. and there's, there's there's these like four guys beating the shit out of this peasant woman, and they're basically going to string her up and kill her and everything like that. And he comes by to collect payment for this monster that he killed, and he's watching him ha- like just beat the shit out of this girl. And this guy's like, "How's the hunt?" He's like, "Tougher than yours." And he starts like riding away, and then he stops, and he's just like he's having this internal dialogue about evil. He's like, "Do I interfere or not?" Because one of the, the guys with him is like just. Take the money, don't interfere. Right, right. But for him, it's not hard. your battle. It's hard for him to walk away because he's like, if 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 I have to pick and choose, he goes, if I if I have to pick and choose, I'd rather not choose at all. And he just goes and he fucking annihilates those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 saves them. And I just thought I think it's interesting because to some degree, I I, I agree with that. Right, evil is evil. Yeah. Right. But that's also the on the eye of the beholder. Like, what is evil and what is something like that. But to some extent, too, if someone has done wrong, they have done wrong. Right. So it could be a little wrong. It could be a big wrong. But it is still something that is wrong. So it's interesting how we perceive that. This floppy dong of a... Of a, a pop Again, if you guys go, go to YouTube, uh, watch this episode. Uh, it is amazing. It's a sad dong that just keeps falling on my arm. Dong is having Man, such I a- would love to say this is the first time that a sad dong has fallen on my arm, but it's not it true. It is not, yeah. Man, I'm just getting slapped in the chest with this it's crazy yeah um but the idea of how we yeah right uh how we perceive that and how we act and how we hold on to it because i agree there's no there's you shouldn't hold on to that stuff because it doesn't do you any good right for me it's i understand it's a matter of me processing those emotions and it takes me longer for certain things to process to eventually have leave it and move on and, and everything like that to to eventually be like cool i'm all right now um but there's other times where it's just like it, it happens quickly and other times where it stays for a really, really, really long time. Well, and that's where I think going back to the fact that we were talking about, you know, time heals most wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it would be very it would be it would really have to have fucked things up for me for me to not accept an apology ever, mm-hmm. because I think eventually it would be one of those where I'm like, again, I don't know if we won't be friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to grab a beer. We're not going to do business together. But sure, I'll accept an apology because me staying mad, me holding on to that grudge, that's wasted energy, man. Like yeah. I don't have the I don't have the time. Yeah. I don't I don't need to keep I don't need to hold on to that like anger, that hate. Like mm-hmm. fuck fuck it. I you know, yeah. even with the people who I am currently having issues with at my current job, it's one of those where I'm just like, that doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, like as as angry as I get on a day to day basis. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, it's one of those where I'm like, I don't, I don't need, it does me no good to hold on to this. Yeah. And so like, I'll let it go. Yes. I'll remember they did me wrong or I remember their, their, you know, whatever, but I'm not, 
it, it doesn't do me good to just to keep sitting and re, just like yeah. stewing in that, you know? Because I, I like your ability to cut through that because for me, where I, where Justice Doug won't let it go right. is the idea of, you know, say someone is a bad manager, <clears throat> um, they stay and they ruin other people's careers or they make people's lives difficult. To me, that's, that's injustice. Or that person gets promoted. Right. They get rewarded for right. this poor behavior. Or... They leave, and because of their status, they get a better-paying job where they still have access to, yeah, to yeah. Uh, harm to other people's careers. Like Those are the things that I cannot reconcile Right, right. that I have no control over, and I just have to tell myself, eventually, I'm like, you'll get over it, and you'll move on. You'll have to forget about it because hopefully they've grown. Right. Or hopefully there's a better manager there to help them and coach them. Or hopefully like there's or any number of things. Or they get their things, comeuppance. Like, or something. Yeah. Like you just, I, just, I have to hope because... That's a depressing thought for me. Yeah. Because to, to live in a world, this is going to get a little, little deep. To live in a world knowing that there's no God, I'm okay with. That's a, that's a very broad and, and crazy statement because I'm like, whatever. Waiting to see where this goes. Yeah. But if, you were to, if, if I know I'm living in a world with no justice, that would break me. Oh, interesting. Ooh. That would break me because this it would sounds be, like the origin of a superhero, right? Because yeah. if there's if there is no justice, if there is no uh, merit based system, then what are we doing? Then what's the point? Yeah, because that, that that's how I live. I live my life a merit mile at a time. There it is. No, like I live I live by merit. I believe. Yeah. I truly believe that if you're that. doing well and you're doing your best, you should be rewarded for that. I agree. Now it's not always the case. But your skill set should match, like, your income and everything like that. If you're really good at what you do, yeah. you should be compensated accordingly for it. Or if someone does something wrong, there should be a level of punishment that's reasonable. You know, none of this, like, people getting hard-ons for throwing people in jail for years for, right. like... For fucking know, marijuana. For pittance, you know. Right. Um, free the Dell guy. Free the Dell guy of the stage plays. Um and so for me, if it was a situation where someone could do wrong, significantly wrong in my eyes, and then still, I'll give you a perfect example. There are a lot of principals and teachers out there in the world who do bad things, who get jobs elsewhere because their records or whatever are not, uh, they're not they're either like investigated or whatever. I'm talking like sexual uh deviancy sort of stuff and yeah. or uh fisticuffs or wow fisticuffs what am i in the 20s mm -hmm. put you know, up your dukes you know i'll buddy your bread ah take this you applesauce yeah um man. but it's one of those things where they will continue to be able to do what they do just because the right information is not passed along and to me that is not okay you should not be able to fail that hard and cause that much strife and then be rewarded later i i agree i now, rewarded is a, is a loose term i'm saying <laughs> sure you know um, not punished yeah but to, to have someone do such a poor job yeah and then finagle their way into a situation where they will do more harm is just unacceptable to me i i would say to me it, it's uh it's a, it's twofold one it's the level with which they're doing the harm because mm -hmm. again if it's someone who is a bad manager and they're getting promoted and they're not that's one thing because i look at that and i go as much i help Help where you can. Help those that you can. But at the end of the day, you got to help yourself. Agreed. So if you if you can get out of that situation and that manager goes on to do whatever they do, 
It's not your problem anymore. Yeah. You're the, no one's going to look out for for you like you are. Mm-hmm. You you have to look out for number one. And as as shitty as that sounds, again, I'm not saying don't help people. I yeah. help where you can, but you also have to put yourself first. And you're the only person in the world that's going to do it. No, that's true. And so if if it's if it's in regards to a manager who's just a shitty manager and they're they're going up in the world, okay. I mean, you know, hopefully you don't have to ever work for that person again. If it's someone like these principals or uh, sexually abusing students and children and and getting away with you know fisticuffs and, f- and fisting and all the things in between, uh, that's a whole different, to yeah. me, that's a whole different thing. And I'm like, to know that they're just going on yeah. merrily along their way to the next school with their next bunch of victims, that that makes it very hard for me it's to, very to, much to like sleep as well. It's very much like a Catholic church situation, you know, yes. where you know, those priests were abusing children. And uh, they were just like, oh, they're going on a sabbatical to another place. And they just continue to do that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's that's a pretty larger yes. magnitude of things. And, and again, you're right. There, there's two very different things between those two things. And, and for me, it's uh, you're 100% right. And I forgot to mention that this is an irrational thought. Justice Doug is, an, is rarely rational. No, very much not. Yeah. In that regard, uh, he creates fantasies where, um, you know, come up and comes and it's 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 lovely um but in a situation where you know you see someone do such a poor poor job to do significantly poor and and to just watch them uh be such a poor leader that people either get fired or they uh, people leave in droves because of that person and that person maybe they're fired from that position but they get uh, the same position or a better position elsewhere because that people look at their resume and they're like, well, you must have been good because you did this. And no one goes like, how'd you leave? And they butter it up like, right. oh, I was seeking other opportunities. They're not like, yeah, I got shit canned. Right. You know, because I failed so hard right. at what I do or whatever. Because you know, no one's ever going to say that. No. I wouldn't expect them to. Uh, but just I to, like your candor. You're hired. You're right. Because, uh, you know, it's just, but to, to see that has always been something hard for me. And I just like, I'm like, you're right. It has nothing to do with me. I just have to move on and like put the back of my head. I'm like, that fucking sucks. Right. I hope, I hope that person does better, gets good coaching or, or whatever, yeah. or, or can learn from this because that's, that's the only thing I can hope in that regard. Right. I guess it's funny because the first place my, my mind goes is I hope this person gets what they're, gets yeah. what's coming to them because I, like you, you go to the, I hope they get the coaching and they turn things around. And in my mind, I'm like, they're more than likely unable to turn it around and fuck them. Yeah, and see that's where. So I may I may accept apologies, but I also tend to think the worst in some people. Where I'm just like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, they're you, never going to get better. You may ish, I think you wish more ill upon people than you do. <laughs> that's very true. And again, <laughs> but it's fleeting ill because then I'll sure. think about it in like three days. I'm, three days later, I'll go. I'll look back on it and go. You know what? Fuck it. Whatever. You're not in there casting spells or some <laughs> stuff like that, spitting in their chair, right? Or whatever, exactly. Like being like, ah! in the mo- I'm very reactionary. Yeah, yeah. In the moment, I'll, I'll, I will, I will, uh, you know, cast <laughs> verbally cast them to the depths of hell. Yeah. Uh, but you know, after I've had some time to think about it, the logic side of me just goes, you know what? Not my problem. And see, this is how I'm still an asshole. Is because I will judge people based on their performance, uh-huh. and then it will forever follow them wherever they go. <laughs> And that's how I and I st- and I, that's the thing is like I will remember I remember people that left jobs I was working at and you know there was one person who was like this person left and I go yeah and they may have been the dumbest person I've ever worked with and I feel bad right for the company that grabbed them they did us a favor yeah it was a situation where we traded them and we got nothing in return and we still won yeah in my opinion because that was a dumb dumb person 
And I'm sitting there going like, oh, man. In the back of my mind, I was like, how are they so dumb? They were able to get – again, this is irrational, mean, horrific thinking. But I was like, this dumb person somehow got a job somewhere else. This dumb motherfucker. And I was like, and what the fuck are they going to do over there? And I see their job title. I'm like, oh, man. Good luck. Good luck. And I, it's, it's those kinds of things where I'm just like, ugh. Um, I want to uh, jump back real quick into the chat because there's been a lively chat going on between uh, a dull moment and Jared. Nice. Um, so Doug uh, or uh, a dull moment a while back said, when is Doug going to join us in admitting to being anti-establishment? What's that mean? Well, I said in regards to what, <laughs> but uh, I mean, definitely I don't think it's any secret. I'm very anti-establishment. Yeah. Um, and uh, for the most part, I think a dull moment is too. I think you are. You just don't want to admit to it. You play the game. I mean, what are we talking about? I don't know. I didn't make the comment, but I agree with but it. But you agree with it. Uh, you don't know this. You're like, yes, I'm for it. Harumph. Um, so then Jared replied, I think Doug wants to be a vigilante. That's how anti-establishment he is. And then uh, Dull Moment said, Doug would be a great Batman. Is he the hero or is he the villain? And then does, and that, make someone, Ju- does then, that make Justin Robin or his Alfred? And then it... Just went off the rails from there. And I'm then a- <laughs> Doug realizes that Drew doesn't know who Batman is, so that's cool. <laughs> um, so I do, I do want a dull moment to uh, lend a little bit of uh, clarification to that statement. When is Doug uh, going to admit or that question? If you mean, the- do I want to start my own business? The answer is no. <laughs> if that's what you mean by anti-establishment and possibly working for other people. I'm okay following other people for now. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Um, to me, the, the stress of starting my own business is way worse, way worser than uh, um, like being like, yeah, I'm at a company that already has this stuff established. I'd rather do that. And this, folks, is where Doug and I diverge. <laughs> yeah, uh, <coughs> obviously. So, and then, uh, so while we're waiting for that, uh, Dull Moment also said, to your point where you, uh, you made your deep quote for the, uh, the, the episode, he said, some might argue that without the idea of a God, there is no justice. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's to some, it's, 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 it falls in the same line of thinking, right? You're thinking... <coughs> if there's a God, there's and this punishment, is, this there's is, retribution. Well, the idea that um, everything happens for a reason, right? A lot of people think that sure, because yeah. it gives them the idea that there's purpose to the world and there's not just pure chaos. Right. So that's very much in line with that. Some people, it's God, to me, it's the idea that I don't necessarily believe in God to dish out the justice. It's to me, I'm, I'm relying on other humans to, to realize it and do that. So it's the same line of thinking, though, that if if this were a lawless world that we lived in, right? it's just kind of like one of those tenets of society that you have to agree to do, which is like, I'm not going to hurt you. Because if I hurt you and I hurt everyone else, I can't get, I can't talk to you. I can't get other things that I need from human interaction. I can't right. trade. I can't do anything. Like, I can't hunt in a pack if people don't trust me. I'm going to be branded as such. If I'm, I'm a loose cannon, yeah. it's like, we don't need you here. And it's right. the same thing. Like, if I don't contribute to the society in a, in a viable way, people are going to be like, well, here's this piece of shit. We're not going to give you anything because you're not contributing. So, right. to me, it, it's I, I agree. It's kind of like in the same line of thinking that it's, it's the belief that in society, in some way, shape, or form, the good will prevail. And the bad will somehow be punished or uh, driven out or whatever it is in sure. very, very oversimplistic terms. 
I agree with that. Um, we still have not gotten clarification, so I feel like we're just going to have to move past it. Yeah, unfortunately. So, I'm assuming what what I'm going to take away from that as anti-establishment is just exactly what we were just talking about, which okay, is yeah. you you want to work for yourself, right? And Drew wants Absolutely. to work for himself. For me, I'm cool working for a cool person. <laughs> That just means that Drew and I got to get to the point where we can hire you because we're pretty fucking cool. Uh, you guys are very saying. fucking cool. I'm just and saying. It's, and I feel like you have not experienced a place that is okay to work with in the corporate world. Right. It's because I haven't created it yet. Exactly. That too. But in the, in the, in the interim, before you create this utopia, um, <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice for you to experience what it's like to be in a corporate environment that is not a fucking shit show. Like Elsa, I will create life. There you go. That isn't like essentially Kellogg spitting out their garbage nonsense to you, but every day in emails right. and, and in memos. Yes. And like, here's our new blah, blah, blah plan for the quarter. And you're like, oh, you're not a human. <laughs> You are not when you say corporate drones and you read that shit that mm-hmm. Kellogg wrote. That's exactly what I. Think that is of. a corporate drone. Yes. <laughs> but just whereas I'm like, no, man. I sat through um, the all hands or the town hall that uh, for my company for the fourth quarter and watched the CEO just like speak very candidly, and I'm like, ah, this is a breath of fresh like a air. real person, like a real That's person, amazing, real person, yeah. broadcast to the, all the offices all sure. over the U.S. Sure, and just was like very candid about here's our strategy. If you are not working on one of these three things and you need to talk to me or your manager because we've got to make sure that you're on the same page, right. this is what we're going to do. Here's the things that we accomplished. I was like, wow. I, was, I thought I was going to be bored for an hour and a half, but I'm like enthralled. I'm like, tell me more. Like That was engaging and cool to be like, cool, I align with this organization and what yeah. we're trying to do. Like, What a novel idea <laughs> to be in a place that cares about you as a human right. and as a coworker and as a part of a family. And was like, what do you need to be successful? And let me see if I can help you get there. Uh, My manager today literally goes, hey, think about whatever certification you want to get in any software you want to work on. Right. Because I'll see if we can make that happen. You you tell me what the next one is and we'll go get you somewhere. That's fucking incredible. I was like, wow, (laughs) how interesting. People give a shit. Uh, Jared just said my COO gave his end of the year talk with a beer in his hand. Jared, that's because you live in Australia. Yeah, that's that's a totally different world. Uh, Murder, death, kill also said, it's time for the throwdown. (laughs) Who's murder, death, kill? No one. I just, that's me. That was my transition. I have a throwdown for this week. Oh. Yes. Please. And it's, it's, it's a follow-up from last week. Okay. I All wanted. Right. I was thinking, I was trying the whole time to figure out who we could pit Kellogg against, Gail. Oh, Jesus but, uh, but I'm glad you have someone. I've got, and this comes from Sam Cook. Oh, all right. In particular. All right. He Here laid this on me, and I was like, okay. All right. So. Kooky, Chris. Here the, we go. The, the, the mighty Sam Cook, Mind Gap All-Star, threw this my way. So we're going to use the same character from last week, Elsa. Okay. Versus the Night King from Game of Thrones. Ooh. As soon as he said that to me, I was like, okay. okay. Samuel L. Cook. Okay. Well done. Because, and the thing I like about this throwdown is we get to see the sheer magic level of power that comes from both, right? Yes. We've seen Elsa take her entire province or whatever, and, and, and it, she turns it to winter. Freezes everything, blizzard and everything. The Night King does the same thing. He can create blizzards. He can also create unlife. You know, he raises zombies. Um, so he has a formidable army, which you could assume that Elsa could also make an army as well of, of golems and, and snow people. 
Um, they are both now. I w- go ahead. I will say this: Elsa at the end of the day is still mortal, and the Night King can only be killed mm. by a shard of dragon glass driven into the exact spot <sighs> thousands of years ago that the original children. God, when you when you say that, it just makes me angry. All I know, over right? Again. Right? All over again. Uh, and the fact, because <laughs> well, the thing is, if it was just straight up between those two, yeah, like she would have to have the exact right weapon to I kill mean, yeah him. that that's that's the unfortunate thing. does it have to be in the exact spot or could I don't someone just fucking know that's just i know that was yeah. just thematically it's like it sure. got him where it started right. she would need to have valerian steel sure of some sort which she doesn't so it was just it was so in that case he is yeah he is he is at a level of i would say he's a g with a big g <laughs> no i say take it back no. they're, they're both gods with little g's so let's 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 say that sounds this. like an insult. They got little G's. They got little teeny little G's. Uh, let's say this. Let's say Elsa has uh, she has a Valerian steel sword on her. Valerian steel dagger. Okay. We'll give her a dagger. She has a Valerian steel dagger, and she has a pile. She has a stack of dragon's glass. <laughs> right? right. Both things that can harm him. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So if we can agree on that, she she can use those until they're gone. Okay. He has. Whatever he has at his, mm-hmm. like he has his normal. Uh, yeah. Are we talking like armies or no? No, just the two of them. Just the two of them. Just the okay. two of them. Well. So she can again, if she wants. Now that she's learned how to tame all the elements, she can use fire, earth, mm-hmm. wind, water. Well, she can't heart. use them, but she's tamed them. If that makes sense. Nope. <laughs> Taming something doesn't necessarily mean they're at your disposal to control. They were wild and angry, and she was able to communicate with them and tame them to be normal again. That's what she did with the elements. So she can't just conjure up fire or anything like that. Okay. But she can consult with fire and wind. By the way, the wind in that movie is named Gale. Okay. Well played. <laughs> as well as the well rock, played. As well as the rock giants as well. Are named Gale? No, they're oh. named Steve. <laughs> she, the writer. It's who's the writer's son. Three-year-old son is just. What should we name this? Gale. Gale! That's mom's name. Gale. All right. Fine. All right. Fine. Everything's named Gale. Gale. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh man. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Well, can she by consulting with these things? Can she ask them to be like, "Hi, fire. Uh, real quick, can you please fire over well, there?" Well, we already know that fire doesn't affect them anyway, so. It's but, I, but I'm just I'm putting that out as a thing. Can I mean, she? Can when she when you say she can communicate? Can she ask favors and reason with these elements? Well, you know, like she <gasps> she did. You know, the water. Can she threaten them? The water spirit came to her in the guise of a water horse, and <gasps> she did tame that so she could ride the water horse across great distances on water. That checks out. Okay. <laughs> so, like, if okay, Gale delivers messages for. Her, could so. can she ask Gale to create a hurricane? Pick up that dragon, Gale. Can you pick up that dragon's glass, create a hurricane, and just, like, whip it all around him? I mean, technically, she could probably do that if she made blizzard-like conditions and was just, like, you know. True. Yeah, but, okay, in that regard, then, does she not then control the wind? I guess. I mean... Like, if she can make a blizzard, she controls the wind. I guess, but only in the very sense, the isolated sense of, like, the blizzard. Okay, so if that's the case, what I'm saying is that <laughs> she takes her... She takes the Valerian steel, uh-huh. right? She takes the dragon glass. She yeah. whips him up in a frenzy, yeah. and she starts just fucking th- yeah. th- 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 throwing. I was gonna say, him. if this was like hand in combat, she would lose. She has no martial prowess whatsoever. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You're asking her to hold onto a sword and fight him. Nope. Right. No. That's false.com. Yeah. But I also would say that she has. You know, I haven't seen a whole lot of what the Night King does from. Uh, 
a, a snow and ice standpoint other than like he can bring a really fierce cold front in. Yes, absolutely. You know, like he can do that. He can make it really, really One cold. One that would make Al Roker cry. Right? Yeah. But with Elsa, I've seen her create all sorts of shit out of ice. Right. And things like that. Now, like, the other thing is, too, he needs he needs a dead body with which to create his army. Yes. She does not. That is another good point. She can create it out of nowhere. Right. So that's a really good point. Really, really, really good point. So Ooh. with that, so she could let that summon them, arm them with the fucking dragon glass, and then go, go, and go. just go, go, go. Yeah. Now, if he has control over that, he might be able to just as easily dismantle them. But uh, she we could, haven't seen him do that, though. right? We haven't seen him like distant, like <laughs> someone throws wish- a snowball and he just goes. Yeah, he doesn't powder. We didn't see him build a snowman. He just goes poof and right. explodes. So. Um, Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> no! <laughs> um, so, I, I honestly, oh, I could say, man. I might give it, I might be leaning towards Elsa I was like, I don't know, but if it's just the two of them, yeah? and the fact that she could, could create life out of nowhere, like a giant snow golem. Right. And if she has, now that's the other big thing, she has to have these armaments at her disposal. If it's just her, she'll never be able to kill him. That's the that's the other thing is that mm-hmm. she will never be able to do it. Mm-hmm. He is he is immortal or mm-hmm. immortal. Mm-hmm. Only except the uh, only sans these two things. Exactly. And so I feel like in that regard it's almost an unfair fight. You yeah. almost have to give her that. It's almost yeah. It's like Thanos or Thanos with the gauntlet. There's like two extremes. Right, know? exactly. Yeah. So he's pretty formidable by himself. We see him beat a lot right. of ass, but I mean he's But when he's got all six infinity stones, fuck it. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So in that regard, like I, I would say obviously um Elsa would ultimately lose because you're right. She will get old and she will die. Right. She is a mortal with very magical powers. Right. Absolutely. Um, whereas him, it's like you have to hit him with the exact right stuff or it doesn't matter. But that being said, the two of them, I mean, I think powers wise, I mean, even then, like I, I, I would think that. If let's, let's do this. So because of his circumstance, because mm-hmm. of his position, you either have to give Elsa the tools with which to kill him. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she does, she has the tools. Or you have to strip away his immortality. That you've got to do one of the two. Or I would, I would. Otherwise, again, it's him, and it's not even a contest. I would think that even she could just disable him forever. Like, what if she just were to wrap him up in a giant ball of ice and drop him in the ocean? Like, would he be able to get out of it? And that's a good point too. Also, can he drown? Uh, irrelevant. Just the point. She would just hide him in the ocean. True. So he can never get out ever again. I gotta give it to Elsa. I think just because even yeah, even in that regard, I think she could disable him. Whereas he, his cold doesn't affect her. Right now, he can create blizzard-like conditions, but so she, can she, and arguably, I think she could be able to control it to some degree. Yeah, she could like, you know, stab him with ice, which wouldn't kill him, but it would disable him and pale him. Definitely disable him. You know, yes. he could be like, I can't move for a second. Right, she just whatever. I think. Even if she didn't kill him, she would disarm him and disable him and, 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 and with whatever. Right. So I, I think I'm going to have to give it to Elsa, too. Elsa for the win! Big, big thanks to Sam on that one. That was a and great... Now, here's the thing. You're going to disagree with us. And that's Undoubtedly. Fine. And that's yeah. fine. Tell us why. Yeah. Reach out to us. Uh, you know, talk to us. Just not Sam. Because I, I don't know, man. That was that was wild. That was when Susie sent that to me. I was like, fuck, that's it's, a good one. It's a really fucking... It's a great, great concept of a threat yes yeah, it was very but again fun. you have to do the yeah you've got to do the, again i think she wins for the same reasons that she beats sub-zero exactly is she just has more control over it exactly you know yeah which is very very cool awesome justin what do you what do you got to recommend this week 
Um, I'm going to say it again. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season three was fucking fantastic. So check that out. Uh, it's on Amazon. Um, I'm sure. Oh, Haig said, do not check out Six Underground. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, as much as we love Ryan Reynolds, uh, there is only, there's one there's one little wink in there. Uh-huh. And it's uh, the scene where he's sitting at the bar. Just keep an eye. If you're going to watch it, just keep an eye on that scene. You'll, you'll catch an Easter egg. I saw a headline from Collider. Yep. On this that said. Or was it Corridor? It was not, I, it's not Corridor. It was definitely Collider. Yep. Uh, that said, uh, was it called Six Under? Six Under. Is Six Under or Six Underground? Six Under, I think. He's I don't like, remember. It doesn't matter. Whatever. That movie is Team America, but without the. Marionettes. S- but, but it's Team America, but without basically the satire. <laughs> Fair enough. That's like, that, that's fair. That's I was fair. Like, I was like, whoa, okay, I'm gonna stay away from that one. That's fair. Um, I will. <laughs> I'm. I will inevitably probably watch it. Uh, same as I'll watch the Irishman eventually. Yeah. Um, but that uh, yeah, would say watch Maisel. Maybe steer clear of that unless you're looking for uh, a mindless, uh, you know, good time. Uh, what do I you got? S- I started watching The Watchmen. On oh, HBO. how is it? Yeah. Uh, it's weird, but okay. I like it so far. It's interesting. Uh, I just started episode three. Okay. Uh, so it's it's I'll, I'll give the full review once I'm done with it. But so far, I'm like I'm interested. I, it got very high praise. And a lot of like critic critical areas are like this is a fantastic show. And I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Show me. I was like, I'll see what this is. Um, it's definitely one of those things that doesn't hold your hand. Okay. It just hops into it. It's like you're gonna figure it out as you go. So I'm like, okie dokie. Okay, here we go. So uh, so far so good. So Love it. I enjoy it. This fucking thing. Also, uh, I heard the announcement that uh, uh, Wolf Among Us. Let me try that again. It doesn't say Wolf Humongous. Yeah, the big uh, wolf. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've heard of the show. Wolf Among Us Two is coming out. It's based on the comic Fables, and they had the first one that came out, uh, and this is a sequel to it. And they had a teaser that was released recently, and it got me really excited. All right, yeah. So I'm very excited to see what that's like. So Wolf Among Us Two, dose. It's one of those games where you like choose your dialogue and based on how you choose the dialogue like the characters remember and it it, it, it changes it affects the outcome it's okay. not like an actor thing it's kind of like detective work. it's very interesting alright very well I dig it I dig it y'all and you can dig us on our social medias look for us on Facebook Twitter Instagram at Podcast. also come hang out with us when we uh, when we record on Twitch <clears throat> uh, usually on Tuesdays but good news there'll be more in the next couple weeks so uh, come hang out with us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast. Interact with us like the wonderful Jared and the wonderful Dole Dukas Dumbledore. Um, and uh, chat with us while we record. Also, check us out on YouTube. Find our episodes there as well. And Justin kind of exists digitally elsewhere. That's true. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. Uh, while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, wherever you can listen to them. Uh, subscribe to us, share us around, like us, review us, rate us, all those good things, specifically sharing us. And then uh, 2 east com slash MindGap and 2 east com uh, in general. Just check out all 2 east 8th's, uh social presences because uh, as, the, as the year ends, we've got things that are going to start dropping. So keep an eye. Out. <laughs> out. Uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Listeners, thank you. Twitchers, thank you. And we'll see you all next week. Mind Gap Podcast.